G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. There are times in life when we go through pain, when we mourn a loss, when we're lonely or afraid. What we need is someone to comfort us. But it seems that nothing that anybody else can say or do makes much of a difference at all. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to A Different Perspective as we chat about the comforting love of God. And please stay tuned because in just a few minutes, I'll be telling you about our free daily devotional Fresh to help you live your life in the victory that Jesus died and rose again to bring you. I want to spend some time talking about comfort today. Not about the sort of comfort you get from sitting in a comfortable armchair, but comfort in times of distress. It's an interesting concept, comfort. You know, when we're children, we fall over and we hurt ourselves and our mum or our dad picks us up, brushes off the dirt, holds us close while we sob and we wail. What they're doing is they're comforting us. And when we grow up, we still need comforting. I think it's about, well, when you're going through pain or suffering, it's about knowing there's someone who cares, who empathises, someone who feels our pain with us, someone who's not there to judge us or lecture us, just to hold us. I think we've all felt that sense in our hearts when we see someone we love suffering of of wanting to hug them so hard that we can take their pain away, even if it meant bearing their pain for them. That's comfort. And my hunch is it comes from God. All good things inevitably do. But sometimes when we're hurting, it seems like there's no one there to comfort us. Or we're hurting so deeply that nothing anyone says or does seems to make any difference. I remember a time like that in my life about 13 years ago. It was a time of deep distress. My whole being wept. And I was completely alone on this earth. It was black, dark, fearful, lonely. And the thing about the inky blackness is that it's like an impenetrable emotional barrier, a brick wall three foot deep. And no matter what friends and loved ones try to say or do, nothing seems to be able to take the hurt away. Now the question is, What do we do in a place where we desperately need to be comforted, but it hurts so bad that nobody's able to comfort us? Over the last few days, and over the remainder of this week and next on the program, we're taking a look at some of the promises that we can depend on. Promises direct from God to you and me, ten of them in fact. And today, I'm hoping to spend a few minutes with you looking at God's promise to comfort us. Now this word comfort appears an awful lot of times through God's Word, and more often than not, it's about God comforting us. In fact, there's a promise. Jesus made it during the Sermon on the Mount. He lists all the people that we bless, nine different groups of people, and the second of those, he says, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. And he also said, I'm here to bind up the brokenhearted. He said that about himself. Now, when we're in pain and hurt, It's so hard for anyone else to break through. But what I discovered is that God breaks through. God God has this amazing way of doing that. I remember when I was alone night after night after night 
And I just sat in my favourite armchair and prayed on and off as best I could. And you know, somehow, the Spirit of God got into my heart and I discovered how blessed we really can be when we mourn and God comforts us. The Apostle Paul got it too. He had a tough life, this guy. He was in and out of prison. He was shipwrecked. He was beaten. He was starving. People rioted. People plotted to kill him. He was on death row. I mean, you and I wouldn't want Paul's life for anything. And ultimately, he was martyred. This is what he writes to his friends in Corinth. You can read it in in his second letter to the Corinthian church. Chapter 1, beginning at verse 3, he says, Praise to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort that we ourselves have received from God. For just as the sufferings of Christ flow over into our lives, so also through Christ our comfort overflows. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings that we suffer. And our hope for you is firm, because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, so you also share in our comfort. Now, in that short passage... Paul uses the word comfort eight times. So this promise of God is something that we learn in our experience. Paul's been through a lot, and yet he's able to talk amazingly about God's comfort. Because God's comfort is something that we can rely on in those times when we need comforting. Paul discovered it in dungeons on death row, and and when he was on the run for his life, and when he was bobbing around in a stormy ocean when, when his ship had been wrecked. He discovered the comfort of God in those places. Let me try and explain what this comfort is like. Well, at least how how I experienced it back then and, and how I've experienced it since then. Pain is like a dark storm, a tempest, a storm that rages in our souls. It's so deep that there, there simply aren't words to describe it. It consumes us. And I know when I was consumed by it, it, it closes us off from everyone else. For me, I didn't have it in me even to raise the eyes of my soul to look towards God. Over and over again, I I just whispered and sobbed, God, God, help me. You know that story of when Jesus walked out on the water and the disciples were in their boat and the storm was raging and, and they were afraid of drowning and Jesus calmed the storm? No one else could have helped them at that moment. No one else on this planet could have calmed that storm, or in the universe for that matter. Only God himself. And it was God, the Son of God, who walked into that storm and stilled it. And that's what it was like for me. And if you were to ask me, what was it like? I'd say it was like a warm fire on a cold night. It was like a soft light in a fearsome darkness. Do you remember when Jesus did that walking out on the water thing and and calming the storm? Peter, the apostle, got out of the boat and put his trust in Jesus. But as he walked towards Jesus on the water, he got that sinking feeling because when he took his eyes off Jesus and he saw the water and he realised what he was doing and he started to sink. And Jesus grabbed his hand and pulled him up. I tell you, I had plenty of those sinking feelings. But in that storm, I met the God of all comfort, as Paul calls him. You know something, as much as in those times he comes walking out on the water right into the eye of our storm, we need to respond to that. See, this is a promise, the promise to comfort those who mourn, 
a promise that calls us to walk out towards Jesus in faith. I'll tell you why. If we don't, we just wallow in our sorrow. I've seen it over and again. Yes, we all have sorrow and we all mourn and some people just want to stay there and be victims for the rest of their lives. When we go through some bad stuff, for a time there will be grief and you don't have the strength. But there comes a time, like Peter, where we have to step out of the boat into the middle of that ocean and walk out in faith and accept Jesus' comfort. It's not until we step out of the boat and put our trust in him that he can reach out and grab our hand to stop us from sinking. Here is the promise again. Blessed are all those who mourn, for they will be comforted. It's a promise to tuck away in our hearts until one day when we need it. And I'm sure then that God will bring it back to us. I want to encourage you when he does to step out of the boat and go and live in that promise. See, this promise is a promise that you and I can depend on. Before we go, I'd like to tell you about our free daily devotional to help you and your friends draw even closer to Jesus. It's called Fresh. Each day you'll receive a powerful scripture verse together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement and delivered right to your inbox each and every day where you can choose to read it, listen or watch the daily video. Completely up to you. Or if you prefer, you can now receive a printed version delivered right to your letterbox. Both of these options are completely free. God's Word, fresh for you each day. Just hop onto our website, freshdevotional.org. You'll see the Fresh eDevotional sign-up waiting right there for you. Or if you prefer, give us a call toll-free on 1300 722 415 to request the printed version of Fresh. That website and toll-free number again are freshdevotional.org or 1300 722 415. Head across to the website and sign up to receive Fresh. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.